definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, what's happening? Happy Monday. Good morning and welcome onto the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app brought to you as always by Happy State Bank alongside Taylor Beatles. I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White is across the way taking care of us. Jeff Haxton on his way to uh, the Bahamas. That son of a gun. Uh, we are with you for the next three hours and would love to have your thoughts, comments, reaction to the uh, weekend that was. All of that welcome on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through the 100.7 The Score mobile app and at 107thescore.com. What's up, Beatles? It's been a while since uh, you and I have done this together. It does. I was thinking that when I saw the, the Some, schedule. Sometime in the summer. You yeah, know I mean, I'm uh, sure. Yes. We, we, we got together. Yes, when, uh, when everyone was still so excited. <laughs> Pretty excited, yeah. <laughs> Things uh, have definitely had dipped in between, and yes. now the excitement, not quite all the way back to summer-level excitement. Feeling but good, though. Yeah, won three games in a row, and uh, winning the close football games, much mm-hmm. like last year. Yeah. The November record is uh, phenomenal under yep. Coach McGuire. There was a time where November was a dirty word around these parts. So. You just pencil in losses. Yeah. No, not even pencil. You could pen yeah, right in losses. In <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yes. so you won uh, six games in a row in November. Task is tough this week, but uh, we'll get to that. But, man, uh, found a way to get another win. Uh, it's not it, the last couple of weeks, probably not the, the way Red Raider fans would chalk it up. Mm-hmm. Or not not the way they would draw it up. Pardon me, <laughs> but you did get to chalk it up and get a win. Yep. So, uh, um, that was it's enjoyable to walk away from Jones Stadium now ten and three in uh, home games under that, Joey McGuire. That's another big thing. Very big. The home because I mean, especially like I li- I lived out of town most of the Cliff and Wells era, and uh-huh. so. You so know, you I, were the common denominator. <laughs> yeah, I must have been. <laughs> we needed you here, <laughs> right? And so, like, and I was, you know, I was coaching at the time, and so, like, when when the, when the stars would align, and I'd be able to come make a Saturday game, you know, whether it was bye week or you know just weird things or whatever. Yeah, um, it just felt like I know this. Like, we're going to Lubbock, like to have a good time. To right. see people, right? See friends, see family. We're not really going for the game because I already know what's going to happen <laughs> in the game. Like that's just an avenue to see the people we need to see, right? You know, Use um, it. to to come back to Lubbock. But yeah, that it, so it feels good now to be to you know like we are playing at home, you know. So it's like that's right. Even like a week like this week when it, it feels pretty lopsided mm-hmm. playing Texas because not only are they pretty good, but like their strengths align with your weaknesses in a way that. I don't really like, but um, even if this was a home game, I'd be feeling pretty good. Like, you know what? Let's see. You know, and then that that kind of attitude is kind of what I think a lot of people associate with Lubbock is, well, you know, Tech at Lubbock, you know, that that's going to be, it's going to be tough to go in there and win. And it wasn't that way yeah. for a long time, but it's back to that way. Yeah, it used to be, I mean, you had a decade there where it, it wasn't. Yeah. Lubbock was kind of, well, they used to be good. Right. I mean, yeah. that's what people... <clears throat> Yeah. People would say, and well, it's not not as tough to win there anymore. You had plenty of, you know, three and three type of 
uh, home records, mm-hmm. or you won. You the, had a two and four in there. You, yeah. you won like the Kansas and the non-conference ones. That's pretty that was well what it, it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you, you had if you had a cupcake on there in the conference, yeah. and then and then your non-conference is what you would win. Um, I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything. This season isn't what people wanted mm-hmm. in terms of of preseason expectations. But man, this team was buried a few weeks ago. Yep. Three, three and five. Yep, and you're six and five right now. Um, feels a lot like the finish to last season. Mm-hmm. So it's a uh, it's okay to feel a little bit good about this team. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, it's gonna be a little. It's definitely gonna be tough this week, but um, it, it feels like for whatever reason you couldn't figure things out early in the season. Yeah, and identity problems, all mm-hmm. sorts of issues. But now, now it feels like you've found a way to win those close games, just yes. like last year. Yeah, it is also crazy how health lines up with figuring that's things a out. Big, big issue. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I mean that that's been the issue the past two seasons. Um, I think it's been. I think it, I felt like it was more of an ex, not more of an excuse, but more of an accepted excuse last year because you didn't have the preseason hype. Yeah. But even going into Wyoming, when you like all off season, you're thinking I, I shouldn't say all off season because I can't remember exactly when his surgery was, but you're thinking like. A guy like Isaac Smith, who we've like forgotten about mm, by now. Sure, but he was expected to be a difference maker this year. He was and he supposed to be played, one of your best pass rushers. Yeah, and yep. he hasn't played a snap. And it's just like there's a few instances like that where it's fair. Yep. By, by this point, you, they're forgotten. But if you want to trace why the season has gone the way it has, it, you point to things like that along with what you said with like it didn't seem like we had our identity lined out early and I, McGuire even said that recently you know like that's something that he wants to change going into next year is by game one we know who we are you know and was that the coach's show last week when he said that it was somewhere I can't remember but it was, yeah yeah it was the coach's yeah. show because he said exactly that like yeah. we're gonna we're gonna work on establishing our identity before mm-hmm. before the season and um, it's, that's such an interesting comment because now that you hear it it's like well that makes total sense like yeah you look at the game in Wyoming and you're just like Got it. Like now, that makes total sense. Yeah, if we it, knew Taj was our identity <laughs> right. before, yep. he would have got twenty-five carries yes. in that game. Yeah, and exactly. those first three games. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, he's he's already. I, I mean, I think he's second in the country in carries right now. So <laughs> that's a little concerning. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> but yes, he could have got, got him what fifty more carries. He in played the first couple of games. every offensive snap but one. Like, yeah. I can't imagine there's another running back in the country this week no, who did that. No, but, but you've had to do that, and yeah. uh, you've leaned on it. And holy cow, how gratifying was the finish to that game. Oh, my game. gosh. I, I sent a text that said, like, I think that's my favorite drive in a decade. <laughs> like I'm, the was... number of times we've seen that on the other side. <laughs> yes, I know. As Texas Tech fans, yeah. where a – a running back just runs it down your throat. Yes. 60,000 people know what's coming, <laughs> yes. and you can't stop it. Yeah, especially because you ha- – I mean, Taj had had some good runs, but it's not like you were gashing them. Like, you would have like a 2, yeah. a 1, and then a 20, it yep. felt like. But it, it wasn't like a consistent 6, 7 every time you handed the ball off. So that's what that's another thing that made that last drive feel so good. Oh, it was fantastic. And with, and with yeah. Taj, like you said, leading the country in, or second in carries, mm-hmm. played every snap but one Stays. highest PFF grade this week of any running back Again, playing that many snaps. I mean, the, uh, and yeah, the, he's he's run away with the title yeah. of of uh, most missed tackles. Oh yeah, I mean he's he's way ahead of the second place and in that. I, we went like we watched the first half, you know, from like about the the thirty, the twenty thirty, and then we went and sat with some friends in the second half who are closer to the end zone. And it's so incredible to watch him 
from that angle because there's not a hole there. Like mm -hmm. there's someone standing there. And then it's just like they disappeared and Taj is still running. <laughs> it's just like, how did he do that? You know, that should have been a two yard gain and yeah. it's a seven. You know, and it's and it's because he dodged two tackles right. in, in that short and it's like he's he he's not known for being the quickest, he's not known for being the fastest, obviously, but it's just like whatever it is, it works. He's and a it's, bowling ball. It was right. so cool to see it from that angle on Saturday because it was so obvious, like the skills that he has. When Absolutely, you see it that way. Now Taj is special. He walked through senior day. This is your last year with him, so you got one, maybe two games left with Taj. Um, hopefully, hopefully you get to see more of that mm -hmm. over the next couple of games, especially against Texas uh, coming up on Saturday. Get your thoughts in. Already a couple of questions in. You got questions, comments, reaction to. Whatever this weekend, because it was a very busy weekend. We'll talk a lot of football, but other stuff as well. Got some headlines for you next. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Got some headlines for you. What you need to know. Part of the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Taylor Beatles, joining you from the First United Bank studio this morning. Uh, let's start with the bad stuff. Texas Tech soccer yeah. falls short 1-0 yesterday to uh, the Alabama of the <laughs> women's soccer program. That was More so than frustrating, that. too. What, that you got that draw? Or no, just that, I like the game itself. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> because yeah. you played pretty much exactly how you wanted to. Like, mm -hmm. it wasn't the most exciting game plan, but it's like, you know what, we'll, like, yeah. We'll take the pressure because they had what their seven shots to nothing on goal, but yeah. six of those were right to the keeper. And right. it was like that's part of the plan. Like that's you know, and it was just they had the one that was perfect, and then you just couldn't. Mm -hmm. They had that one girl in the and they're on like their defense that was just incredible. Like yeah. she was so fast, like they could play the way they want to pressing up and everything because anything you tried to hit over the top, she's like, ah, I'll take care of this. Yeah. Like, it was like it was very impressive, annoyingly impressive. I mean, it was. A, it is a pretty tough draw to get yeah. them as the three seed here because they were a top five team yeah. a, a month ago. Yeah. So it it, it kind of stinks that you got that. Um, that was a phenomenal program that you're going up against, but phenomenal season for Tom Absolutely. Stone and company. Yeah. Uh, Sixteen wins, two losses, five draws this year. Uh, that was the first loss at at John Walker all year. Um, just a, a great season that ends in the Sweet 16 for I Texas heard, Tech. And I heard Hack say that's the first goal they've allowed there since since yeah. August. Yeah, hadn't allowed a, awesome. a true goal there. Yeah. <clears throat> Been a long time. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Isn't yeah. it? but Tech soccer falls. Uh, their season comes to a close. But congrats, Tom Stone and company. Um, a lot of youth on that team that's pretty good that, that will be back next year mm -hmm. as well. Uh, in the NFL, Dallas Cowboys win it 33-10 to as they kind of put it in cruise control, uh, winning over the Panthers. They are now 7-3 and on the season. Deron Bland makes history. I love that guy. His fourth <laughs> pick six of the season. Yes. We're in what, week 11? Yeah. And there's four pick sixes already. One more. Uh, that is tied for the NFL record. Yeah. He can own it if he gets one yeah. more over the next few weeks. But uh, dude is awesome. You, you know, Cowboys fans or just people in general wondering who's going to help out without Trayvon Diggs. And Bland, is, has he actually been better than Diggs? I mean, <laughs> yeah, at I, least 
it is definitely it's it, to me i'm just thinking like man if Diggs wouldn't have gotten hurt <laughs> you know oh, yeah. like that's what i now that's what i'm thinking is then you no have like fly zone yeah you have three legitimate corners with gilmore and, and Diggs. yeah yeah it's, but it's it, unfortunate it's been pretty good for the cowboys nonetheless um and it's so it's so annoying to to be a cowboys fan right now because like in the end like winning these games like they have the past couple weeks against bad teams that just even in the NFL that doesn't happen. Like yeah. it's rare to like have so many laughers. Like that that says that yeah. you're you're a good team. But then but then <laughs> when you face the, Cowboys, the good teams, yeah, it's just like what is even every time. Yeah, it's like yeah. as impressive as the Philly loss was, you know, which is an annoying sentence anyway. But sure it's, it is. it's like that, that it's just it's just so frustrating to so be. So did you there. did you double screen it yesterday? Like did you have? I I didn't watch the Cowboys game. Oh okay, you yeah. went all soccer. Yeah, I like I, I double screened. I actually like did the triple thing once yeah. I saw how good Aberg was doing yeah. too. So yeah, that's like yeah. trying to. I just knew. It, I just get like good football is there's nothing better than good football, but bad football like oh, yeah. not I even bad football is even good, but non-competitive. Like the only interesting thing about that game was how. That's like the first time I've seen Zach Martin get yeah. beat consistently by that. I can't remember his name now. The Auburn defensive uh, tackle who got Brown. Derek Brown. Derek there Brown. That's it. like that's. I have not seen Zach Martin look like that. Yeah. Ever. Like so that that was like the one matchup. But I was like, it's wow. not that fun to watch considering I'm a Cowboys fan. But it was interesting at least. Once I got my feel of that, I was like, all right, I'm, I want to go watch soccer. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Good pick. But um, yeah. So Cowboys win. 33-10, uh, one more note from the Cowboys. Jimmy Johnson, it's announced yesterday that he will go into the Cowboys' ring of honor. In long 1923. Did you hear that part? Do what? Joe, Jerry Jones said, we're going to induct you December 30th, 1923. Did he really say that? Yeah. Oh, was Jarrah. Like, Jimmy was like, I hope you mean 2023. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So. Well, he's just going back because it's so long overdue that he's just <laughs> overcompensating. Yeah. Just putting the date 19... 19- now, uh, Jimmy Johnson will go on on dis- in on December 30th. So, uh, good move by the Cowboys. Took way too long. Houston Texans continue to roll. They beat the Cardinals 21-16. to Wasn't pretty. Uh, Stroud had three picks in the game after entering the game with two all season. Him but, and Tank Dell are so fun. But, yeah, the uh, Texans go on to win 21-16. And uh, tonight, Monday Night Football, we'll have it for you on Double T 97.3. Eagles and Chiefs, the Super Bowl rematch this evening from Arrowhead. That starts at 6.30 on Double T 97.3. This is going to be a tough one for the woman that I live with because she, annoyingly, has become an Eagles fan. Can you guess why that might have happened? No. I mean, like, just bad husbandry? I mean, that's that's what it sounds like to me. She started listening to a podcast. Oh, my God. Wait, but so she takes she takes that side of the podcast over because they're facing I know each that's other. that's what I'm saying. This is going to be a very interesting. This is going to be an interesting. Oh night Oh my for gosh, her my wife is all in on the stupid Kelsey stuff too. <laughs> like I, it was so funny. Like I was like, well, she was doing something in another room, and I walked in, and I, I was like, what in the world is she listening to? Because it sounded like something I would listen to, and yeah. then I realized it was the it was the Kelsey brothers, and so yeah, now she's just it's she's funny. in love like, like both Kelsey brothers. The women love that podcast so it's much. Very, it's it, very I mean, I love like it what what i've heard of it but yeah and yeah so i'm I'm very interested to see where her loyalty slides i (laughs) I assume she'll eventually side with the chiefs because of pat but her her eagle love has been driving that's disgusting yeah you know when when the cowboys were playing the eagles the other night it you know just rekindled and i was 
there there's not a team I think in pro sports I hate more. Oh, than the Eagles. definitely not. It would be like I I'm a big Mavs fan, so like the Suns, the Suns, are, high on there for the me Suns too, are, are up there for me. But it, then it's okay. like uh, like I, I remember like I paused and rewound. Like I hate. Sirianni, the Eagles coach. Oh my and I was gosh. like, this is who you're supporting. Like I was showing He her. fits them so perfectly, though. And then she though. had the that worst comeback. She was like, if he was the Cowboys coach, you'd love him. And I was like, stop. No. <laughs> stop making sense. <laughs> Listen to me. No. Yeah. So I need to find Sirianni. out who, where her loyalties lie. Disgusting. Yeah. yeah, we'll have that one for you at 6.30 on Double T 97.3. On and 100- the pick comes down to tonight's game, too. <laughs> I think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's me, too, isn't it? Me and the yep. caller. Yep. Oh, come on, Chiefs. I need you. <laughs> Definitely picked with the heart on that one, too. Although I think they are still the Vegas favorite. Um, Lady Raiders in action tonight on 100.7 the score and 107.7 Yes FM. Yeah, b- both uh, stations you can check it out as Texas Tech takes on UTSA in the fin- final home game before hitting the road for Las Vegas for the Lady Raiders. Uh, they've looked good so far. 4-0 up to mm-hmm. this point in the season. So tune that in on 107.7 Yes FM and 100.7 The Score. And if you missed it, um, not many people watch fall golf for PGA, so understandable, but uh, Ludwig Aberg or Aubert, I haven't gotten around to calling him Aubert just yet, but yeah, he, wins, uh, he wins the RSM Classic with uh, a 61 on Saturday, 61 on Sunday, shoots 29 under overall, which is tied for the best score, best tournament score in PGA Tour history, 29 <laughs> under. Awesome. So Aberg already making history um, early on. He now has exemptions for the Masters and for uh, several of those tournaments. That's awesome. Not surprising he'll be playing in those, but yep. very cool stuff for Luddy. Y'all uh, hit us up. Your thoughts, your comments, your questions, whatever you want to bring in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, here's the first question of the day. Do you pull Morton if you're getting beat by Texas in the second half? Uh, no. Well, I'm trying to understand the why on that one. I guess just because Preserving you want a healthy a game. Yeah, you want you don't want some something catastrophic. I guess, but nah, no, you can't do that. No, you're trying to come back if you're getting beat. Yeah, if you're getting beat by fifty. That's that's one thing. Yeah. But getting beat by Texas in the second even, half. Even then, it's just like put like. Cam Valdez in there get get him some carries. Yeah. Like I mean I I don't see any need. Yeah, I don't I don't why would you pull Morton? I don't understand. <clears throat> How do you feel uh guys feel about redshirting some of our best players against Texas considering the gamble with those plays players entering the transfer portal nowadays? I think it's weird. I actually think you're not gonna see them the well, I mean you may have red shirt guys, but there's Rodriguez, been a lot of I think guys. is who this, this oh, okay. question yeah. specifically Rodriguez. Because yeah. I don't know anybody else that would be is there another guy that there that has been injured that they're saving? No, there, there's several of the younger guys that will get. I think has have a chance to get playing time here, and mm-hmm. then obviously in the bowl game, right? That haven't played a ton this year. Yeah, um, I think it's weird with Rodriguez. So Rodriguez, but I think it's understandable. But I also would say like that kind of future planning seems to never really work out well, in college football. <laughs> I think if it's one sided, it doesn't work out. Right. Rodriguez. To my understanding, wants this as that's well. True. That's a good so, point. yeah. Yeah, if it's if it's all coaches that want it, then that's not usually good. But if this is what he wants, then I guess good for him. More of your thoughts. We'll get some of those coming up next on one hundred point seven score. Playing time is not required. 
This is the End of the Bench Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Rolling on to hour number two. You're hanging with the End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you, as always, by Happy State Bank. Happy Thanksgiving week. Thanks for joining us alongside Taylor Beatles, the teacher Taylor, Taylor Beatles. I'm Choice Woodman. Te- teacher Tater. Teacher Tater. There we go. <laughs> I hope that Careful. That's how we stumble into nicknames <laughs> around here. Say, it's usually have, misspeaking. I said avoid that out. Like, I don't even see who's over there today. It's my, my we have Luke. Luke is with us. Okay. So, well. Luke is one of our interns. We have mm-hmm. also Maris, whose name isn't really Maris. Um, his name is Landon. <laughs> so, but he, Hax was trying to read his lips over there. And his last name was Parrish. Oh. <laughs> and uh, so his name is stuck oh. there. It's just, you know, misspeaking will uh, we'll do that quite a bit. Um, so we're talking Texas Tech football. Uh, here's a, we got a lot from the chat line. We'll catch up on some of that. Um, here's an interesting one. I liked seeing the tight ends a little more involved on Saturday. Yeah, for sure. Got them more involved, and it helps when you have two also. Yeah. Like, it, it opens the others up. I mean, you can run I more 12 was, personnel. You can, they both should have had a touchdown because I didn't love that illegal man. I just hate that call because that is such a coach's call. That, we have not seen it I know. the whole year. That, yeah. uh, that Literally, that has not been called in a Texas Tech yeah. game all year long. I hate it. And I, I say that, I think... Was it that that penalty that led to the Tharp touchdown? I think it was. Actually. So I guess yeah. they both wouldn't have had. One. So no, yeah, but it was the rollout that right. ended up yeah. the Tharp touchdown, which is a fantastic catch, great ball. Okay, here's what's so confusing about this year too is like so after the game last week, Morton probably shouldn't have, but told Level he was sixty percent. Probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah, <laughs> says he's sixty percent, and I'm like, okay, well that makes a lot of sense. Like, it looked like you were sixty yeah, percent against Kansas, and honestly, I feel like that helps us grade the offense. Is because if 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 that is sixty percent, and we're what six weeks from the injury at this point, like uh-huh. you kind of have to throw out everything that we've said. Uh, but then, like he does what he did Saturday, by far the most healthy he looked. <laughs> from my, I mean, he was slinging untrained eye. Yeah, I mean he. He looked, and I think that's also, you've seen a comfort level with Baron Morton, too. There's mm-hmm. been throws he's passed up on. Yeah. Uh, there's been things he's checked out of. Um, there, There's absolutely a comfort level with the arm, and there is no question to me that was the most comfortable he's mm-hmm. looked when he's played in 2023. I mean, yeah. he got hurt very early in the yeah. West Virginia game. Yeah, we never um, really saw him. And that game was so weird. I've never mm-hmm. seen it. I, I said this at the time, but we didn't have time a chance to talk. That's the best defense I've ever seen anyone play against Texas Tech. It was on. It, it was so out of character too. Like yeah. they played as a collective unit out. It was better because they did the three cloud yeah. rush three drop eight stuff that that um, uh, Iowa State did forever. They did it better than any I've ever seen Iowa State do it. Yeah, it was incredible. And it's like I haven't seen it since, so it's, it makes it especially annoying. It's interesting. <laughs> so, I, like every time I went back and rewatched that film, I was just more impressed with what they did defensively, and it was so annoying. Yeah. So, but but Baron this this past week um, looks comfortable. Throws over the top a couple of mm-hmm. times. Didn't see it much after that, but if you watch, they're, they're shading the safety a lot more in, after. Yeah. It, basically, early in the game, they went straight man coverage, mm-hmm. dared him to throw the football, which is smart. And then he throws over the top, throws yeah. deep. It's like, okay, we're not going to dare him to throw the football anymore. <laughs> Opens up the running game for Tosh yeah. Brooks. And I I had actually said last week that I wonder if it is smart to 
do what you can with Morton because you just have to assume he is going to feel the best he can feel in the first half. Mm-hmm. And so you like I was thinking because we've been kind of like against Kansas, I feel like you you tried to ride Brooks early and then he was just done in the second yeah. half. And that's kind of why that he game looked beat. Win the way. So I was like, see what you can do through the air using other backs in the first half and then just kill the game with Brooks in the second half. And it didn't you didn't quite I mean, you did eventually kill the game, but I think that you kind of saw that like that is a good way of looking at it because yep. Brooks felt so much fresher in the second half against the tired legs of that defense, and it showed. Um, these were from earlier. I missed him. Bullfighter says, "What up, TB? What's up? We all want to know who's going to have to spin it again. No one yet. <laughs> we'll see. The tiny wheel is." Uh, is empty as of right now, but it comes down to tonight's game. Go Chiefs! I've never rooted harder for Patrick Mahomes than I <laughs> and I will tonight. I mean, all, all all things considered, I may be speaking accurately there. I mean, I love Patrick Mahomes, but I hate the Eagles so bad, and I really want to stay off the tiny wheel. So <laughs> let's go. You I'm, are you are perfect. I'm not to know. Wow. Right now. We nice. haven't had anybody go perfect in like a year. And it was me last year. So, oh, there we go. So nine and zero, Lucas has to get this Eagles pick to go ten and zero. So I feel good about that. Because <laughs> how does it make you feel that like Travis Kelsey's been in Argentina the entire bye week? Oh, just fine. He needed a <laughs> okay. He needed a reprieve. All right. Actually, I have no idea. <laughs> if it was a quarterback in Argentina, then a little more concerned. But, uh, you know. Meat-headed tight ends, I yeah. can say that. Yeah. Travis Kelsey's not no, Rob Gronkowski. Think, but, I think that's fair. <laughs> but, I mean, he's he's Travis Kelsey. He's jabroni. So, yeah. I, I that doesn't bother me that much. Uh, Beatles, good to hear you. That's from Shelly. Nice. Uh, with Rodriguez sitting out this week, does he have to sit out the bowl game as well? No. The bowl game does not count towards your eligibility. No. That's why all those... Like all those young guys, you'll you'll see the ones because I think they've been very strategic with a lot of them about getting them to three. Yeah. Um. Like I even think they said it. Like I think John Curry was the example, the linebacker from Coronado, about like he played special teams mm-hmm. for three games and like like we know like that wasn't an oversight. Like we know what we're doing. Sure. <laughs> like, he's not going to play special teams a fourth and waste the red sh- or four. He'll play at four, not fifth. I guess would be the thing, and then you could play in the bowl game. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's that's the thing is you get. Um, you got your four games in the season, which, by the way, there were people asking about Shuck earlier and how's he? He's still he he's only played in four games this year, so he gets a medical red shirt due yeah. to the due to the injury. And I didn't really consider that either when I was thinking about what he might do. Well, I did. Someone brought it up a month ago, um, and I knew that that was a possibility because yeah. I mean he'd only put the West Virginia game was the fourth game and gets that year back, so. Is this seven years now he'll be in, in college football, or is it just six? Did he? I think he played as a true freshman. Okay. So I think it's six. Six. Or will next year be seven? That's a good question. I can't. I, I can well, no, his first his first year as a soft, or maybe it was a redshirt freshman, was was Oregon COVID, where he started, right? Yes. yes. So I don't know if he played the year before that. He backed up Herbert. He backed up Herbert. As a true as a true freshman. freshman. As a true freshman, yeah. So that's twenty nineteen. So if this is on 20, the Bo Nick scale. 22, no. 23, 24 he, will be the sixth year. Okay. Sixth year. So 
So yeah. it, does he get an extra 2019, year? 2020, He may actually still have a, a seventh year if he wanted it because the two of those are medical redshirt years. One's a COVID year. I don't know. If he put in, there's a chance he could get another year after this Wild. year. Don't think it'll happen, but heck, I didn't expect him to be in this situation this year. Yeah. Where he would be transferring out, and I guess we'll see where he ends up. My guess, somewhere left. Left side of the country. But Just stay out of the Big 12. But there's a lot of teams on the left side of the country <laughs> that are going to be in the Big 12. So. Especially for someone from Arizona. Yeah, that's it's pretty strange. Maybe he goes full circle, goes back to Oregon after Bo Nix leaves. <laughs> hey, sure, <laughs> I'll take it. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Rolling on to hour number three. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. The 100.7 The Score mobile app and yours on television. Fox 34 News Now. However and wherever you're joining us from, we're glad that you've chosen to make us part of your Monday, a uh, victory Monday if you're a Red Raider or Cowboys fan. We can uh, talk whatever you want. Bring it in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through the 100.7 The Score mobile app and at 107thescore.com. I'm Choice Woodman with Taylor Beatles this morning, who's in for hacks, traveling to the Bahamas. Dirty dog. Lucas White across the way taking care of us. You can uh, keep hitting us up, whatever you got. 45 minutes out for Ask the Benchwarmers. So, uh, Tech Hoops guy, I expect at least one question from you for Taylor. (laughs) If you're out there listening. Um, lots of other stuff we'll uh, continue to get into. Uh, South Texas Ambassador Preston chimes in, says, uh, no, I asked Jeff this morning. He was dead serious. He's statistically and factually not correct. Okay. Uh, so Wednesday, you can you two can hash it out. I, I don't quite get that one. Um, oh, we will. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't, I don't understand that. Uh, he is... McGuire, if I mean, as many of you have probably heard on the radio, when he comes on, Jeff McGuire, that is. We have to clarify that. Now. Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> now, around these parts, you got Jeff uh, likes to be a contrarian, so he'll he'll take a side that I don't know if he actually believes in or not, but and then just just run with it. Maybe that's what he's doing here. I have no idea. Um, I would guess ninety nine point. Maybe not 99.9, but we'll go 99% of people out there uh, feeling feeling fairly good about Baron Morton after Saturday. I would hope Nin- so. 99%. Yeah. It wasn't a perfect game, but he, he did throw one pick. Um, and that pick was, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. It looked exactly how a pick would look with a bum shoulder. Yeah. Ball sails and is slow. Threw like it behind. That's, that's just what happens. Yeah. Um, through one pick, but overall, slinging it in the first half, uh, looked comfortable on the run, just ran the offense well, and ultimately didn't have to do as much in the second half because you had uh, a beast back there named Taj Brooks. Speaking of that, someone said, uh, Taj reminds me of that monster running back from Seattle a few years ago. Marshawn? Yep. Yeah, I assume that's who they're talking mm-hmm. about. If drafted at all, he will come in the later rounds, more than likely he's offered a free agent contract. I would, uh, looking at some of the boards out there, mm-hmm. and this is, uh, I would think you're going to see Taj drafted. 
I think he is not not a high draft pick, but I think he will be drafted um, because right now he's anywhere from uh, the fifth best to the tenth best back in this in this draft class, and I think you'll only see him move up as people. What you see a lot of times um, when it comes to season between the season and uh, NFL draft, you'll see guys vault up boards. Uh, a lot of times either because of workouts or because people start to really watch their film. Mm-hmm. Guys that aren't as in the spotlight because you're on a 5-5 five and five team or whatever that looks like, you'll see people really start to watch the film. We saw that with Tyree Wilson. Mm-hmm. We saw it with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Um, we've seen it over years, and we've seen people drop too oh, when, yeah. when the film doesn't speak as well of them. Um, and he may drop. his. I would be surprised if his testing numbers are very good. No, I don't think they're going to be great. He's not super fast. Um, but I think he is a, a prime, um, old school third down type of back in the, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And he's very good at pass pro. That is something you yes. have to be good at to, to get drafted. So we'll see, uh, if he ends up being drafted or not, I think as of right now, you would probably see him drafted, but that can change between now and the draft. Uh, it's also Victory Monday for us Texans fans. That's from Nick. My bad, Nick. <laughs> I forget about the Texans. That they're. I didn't know actually, they were Texans fans. That's a real thing. Yeah. I, I mean, it's no kind of like Astros fans. I they guess. weren't around until they started winning. I so. had no idea that they just, were Texans fans. Just kind of kidding. To, Good to know. Um. Yeah, I mean, Stroud's looked pretty good. Didn't, didn't look great yesterday, but, man, that team, that is the surprise team of the NFL this year. Not many people had them six and four through through ten games. Cowboys are seven and three. This uh, I've I have diagnosed the Cowboys a year ago. I was mm-hmm. sitting here with Hacks and we what we know of this Cowboys team, they kick the snot out of bad football teams, and when they face anybody with a pulse, it doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. And that's not I mean that maybe that's the Mike McCarthy mo. Um, it's really just the Dallas Cowboys MO in yeah. the last 10, 15 years. I was reminded of something like playing the Panthers was interesting because you almost consider the Panthers as like a joke franchise. Yeah. And they've been to two Super Bowls since the Cowboys have. Yeah. Like it's just, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the Marlins in, in Major <laughs> yeah. League Baseball. Yeah. Sometimes that, somehow that team has won. A championship in, in recent history, and uh, it's just sometimes those teams can get hot. How can you not get a team that is America's team hot for a season? For one, like five, put everything together one time. I know. Haven't been to a haven't been to a championship game, a conference yeah. championship game since '96. Well, that's that list. That's like the Browns, the Lions, the Cowboys, <laughs> and like the Commanders. Like the, that's like the list of teams that have it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's bad. It's it's unreal. Yeah. But and that's why does like, that change this year? I mean, it feels like it's the league is not as top heavy. This is no. this definitely feels like the best chance you've had. I say the league's not as top heavy. All the powers are in the NFC right yeah. now. Because I, I mean, the, a pass rush like, and the the problem is too is like the Cowboys are really weird when they play on grass compared to turf and then so then that's when you when you lose a game like you did to Arizona and like if if, what if that keeps you from having a home playoff game you know and it's just 
And then, of course, Philly and San Francisco play on grass, and it's just like you have a good team that is perfectly built to lose to the teams you have to beat in your conference. <laughs> you yeah. know, like that's it's just like I feel like if you were in the AFC, I'd like your chances yeah. because you're going against teams that kind of match up well. Like as as good as the Chiefs are, you're exactly right. I would, I mean, like I would take that pass rush. You know, if you were going to have a chance against Mahomes, you know, it's just like that's the kind of stuff that's annoying is the the two teams that you have to beat. Like, I was impressed with how close the Philly game was because I think you match up terribly with Philadelphia. Well, I mean, Hax and I went over this last week, but if you're power ranking the NFL teams, Cowboys, I mean, we both had them at fourth right now. Yeah. It's like you you don't want to, but you have to. I I know. It's like... (laughs) They still haven't beat anybody with a pulse, but the the margins of victory in the games they're winning are enormous. Yep. It's ridiculous. Can they get over the hump and beat one of these good teams? I don't know. We're not going to see it this week because you got Thanksgiving against mm-hmm. Washington, which is the biggest trap game ever, seems to be every year, yes, every time they it, play. Yeah. I just assume Thanksgiving is a loss, <laughs> which is so different from the way it used to be. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is time for Ask the Bench Warmers. Bring your questions in right now. Yates Flooring Center chat line, easiest route. You can tweet us at 107 The Score or dial us up if you want your voice to be heard on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973. He's Taylor Beatles. I'm Choice Woodman, Lucas White across the way. Questions for any and all of us are welcome. Quite a few questions in uh already uh this one for lucas where did you live in illinois i lived in aurora aurora which is aurora a College. of chicago what was the name of the aurora university aurora, aurora, uh, i can't say aurora is that where the McAllisters lived no <laughs> uh where's where's hacks hiding i wanted to talk some trash to mr pessimistic told y'all 175 plus for taj <laughs> Yeah, I, I give him over-unders every game day. Uh, I set it at 150 for Taj, knowing what the rushing defense mm-hmm. was like on the other side, and he, he took the under, so taking a little flack there. That's understandable. Uh, yesterday, the broadcasters were saying that Bland changed positions and took over for Diggs when he got injured. They said that they believe he has been even better than Diggs. Thoughts? They're different, I would say. Like, I would... It's one of those where I would want Diggs. Like, if you're playing like an A.J. Brown, I want Diggs because he has that top level of talent that Bland just can't get to. But for, you know, most of the matchups, Bland isn't the type that is going to bet on his talent the way Diggs has. Yeah, he doesn't gamble as much. Yeah, to get burned. So it's home. That's why why I was kind of saying earlier, like, it's annoying that they're not playing together because – they're such a good combo mm-hmm. because with a guy like like if you're covering Brown or Tyree Kill or one of these like top receivers, it's like you you need a guy who's gonna gamble yeah. because you're gonna get beat by that guy anyway. So you might as well try to win some of those matchups, and that's the guy. That's like why you want a guy like Diggs. Um, but oh, that route he jumped yesterday was pretty yeah pretty impressive. But yeah, I I yes. completely get what you're saying, and and I agree they're different because the position he changed from he was a nickel basically slot corner mm-hmm. uh, before. And now he had to move into one of the start, starting outside corner spots, and he's done excellent there mm-hmm. with Gilmore on, on the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Dallas blowing out 
bad teams. A lot of Tech fans treat the wins as losses, close wins as losses. See Kansas last week, and to much lesser extent this week. Do y'all think it's because they are Cowboys fans and see the curb stomp bad teams, so they overreact when Tech fails? No fan base dumps on their own like our fan base, just trying to figure out why. I think my theory on this is because the offense looked bad. Yeah, I, I've said this for forever. Yeah. We are so uh, conditioned to mm-hmm. offense in Lubbock, Texas. Yeah. Have been, um, If again, I, what I said last week after we were getting so, I, I don't get it either, but we, we get so much flack after the Kansas 16-13 win. It's a freaking ranked win on the road. That you haven't had in five years, yeah. And I, I said, if you went and played UCF and won a game by three points, but forty-five to forty-two the mm-hmm. next week, you would no one is going to bash the defense. Say, so why are we giving up forty-two points? Yeah, no one's going to do that. It also because has, we're conditioned offense. Yes, it also has something to do with the jersey because if you go into Stillwater and win sixteen to thirteen Agreed. against the sixteenth-ranked Pokes, then nobody's complaining. I mean, heck, if you uh, even if you went into like that, might be too close to home because it's more of like a rivalry type. But if if you went into like a 16th ranked BYU team in Provo and yeah. won 16 13, you nobody's complaining about that either. Those are your two best wins of the year, the last two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I you look at the other teams you've beaten, largely a a bunch of teams that aren't going to make bowl games. Mm-hmm. UCF's probably going to make a bowl game after they beat is it Houston this week? They, I think it's Houston. Houston or Cincy. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, it's a winnable game. Yeah, it's one of those two teams. Because that's like TCU has OU. Yeah, they got a home game against Houston or Cincy. I yeah. can't remember which. Um, those are your le- best two wins of the year. Yep. Those last two. Uh, gentlemen, this is from Lucas. Not this Lucas, but Lucas on the chat line. Gentlemen, who is your top three as far as heartbreak transfer players from Tech? In other words, athletes that left Texas Tech to another program that left you feeling sour. Hmm. Never, I, I wouldn't call it heartbreak. Heartbreak and sour are two different things to me. Um, but number one is is still Kevin McCuller mm-hmm. because of school he went to. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't know for non baseball fans, this won't matter as much. But the Mason Molina thing was just a blindside this year. Yeah, yeah, that I had no bad. expectation. I have no idea why he did that. I mean, the, I, I mean, I guess I do nil, but. Mm-hmm and tampering and all sorts of stuff there. But um, those two jump out. Uh, one in retrospect that you could really use right Jaylen now. Jalen Polk. That's the one. Yeah, that's <laughs> where I was going. Polk, who's, yeah. who's had a successful season for Washington. Yeah. That one was as tampering as it gets because story is uh, basically Washington tells him, hey, you got a week to decide this. you gotta you got to make a decision right now. Mm-hmm. He followed a high school teammate. To Washington, um, and that one was out of nowhere. That was a surprise one. I've also heard that we weren't super trying to keep him because that was also a weird time of transition with our coaching staff. And he was freshman year. I think he was just kind of a different dude, and it wasn't. it, it, It was you know it was one of those deals where we didn't see we didn't see this coming yeah <laughs> from him because i mean you think about the time you also got Bra- uh, bradley sparkman yep. price like you think those you see you think like well these three will be supposed better, to be yeah you know and so it's like well we can lose this one but obviously that's called yeah. that wrong that one uh would have loved to have polk 
I'm trying to think of other guys that transferred out that I'm really torqued up about. As somebody like um, the Lake Dallas kid who transferred to uh, like Illinois or something. Uh, TJ Shannon? No, sorry, football. Corner. Yeah, he's not Lake Dallas. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I yeah. can't think of it. But he would, he'd be nice to have. Um, Phil Bleedy, just bodies on yeah, the defensive line. Those would, those would be nice. Um, but there haven't been a – the most gut-wrenching one is is Kevin McCuller, and it's not close. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe if y'all have any, y'all can try. I mean, Mayfield could be an answer just because of how annoying that whole narrative got. Someone says Ramsey in basketball. He didn't transfer. He went. He went pro. <laughs> he transferred to the to the G League. Yeah, he was. He was. He went pro immediately. So no no ill will on that one. Uh, bench warmers against Texas. Better to have lower lower scoring or high higher scoring game. Lower. I would say lower. I mean, you've had success the last two weeks with it. It's There's, it's more. I mean. It, it probably is more frustrating for tech fans, mm-hmm. but you can play that style. They can score. What what like I said earlier in the show, like they they just match up well. Like I mean, though their interior defensive linemen are the best that we'll see all year, and I would say that's the weakness of our offensive line. I mean, yeah, it, yep, they've got skill. Like yeah, I I would like to keep that low and kind of hope to swing it late. Uh, bench warmers, this is from Bullfighters, specifically Rangers fans. It seems that Juan Soto, who is set to become a free agent after the upcoming season, is on the trading block. Considering what it might take to acquire him, would you want the Rangers to get him? No. There's I want a, Otani. <laughs> well, there's a lot of there there are a lot of good free agents out there right yeah. now where you don't have to go spend your own prospects to get Juan Soto and you just want a World Series without any of that. Um, so I, my philosophy, too, I don't want to be I'm fat like, and happy, but I'm pretty right. fat and happy right now as a yeah. Rangers fan. And if I'm going to spend assets, I'm going to spend it on pitching. That's a great philosophy. That's, and I'm not even like and a, there's a baseball lo- guy, but yeah. that's just what I've always felt. There's like. a lot of pitching out there in the, in free agency too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soto, I mean, you, you're coming off of having the best offense in major league baseball. Yeah. So I'm not saying don't add to it. Like if Shohei Otani, if you want to spend money there in yeah. the free agency, and he wants to come, oh then, yeah, spending money is. If he was free, I would be like, sure, that's different. Yeah, it's not my money, but yeah, there's I'm, no cap. So, but spending prospects, no, thank yeah. you. Yeah, uh, bench warmers. Oh, this one's from Clint. Clint Scott. Yeah, that's what right. Black Friday item would you would make you fist fight someone to get? <laughs> <laughs> there isn't one. And, you a know, Turbo a, Man. A Texas Tech win in Austin. That's actually a great item. Yeah. You think they're selling that? Because I would. <laughs> I'd spend some money on that. I'd fight somebody for that. I would definitely fight somebody for that. No, you're not a uh, Black Friday shopper. No, not usually. Nah. If there, if we need something, you like I got kids now. my last Xbox, I got on Black Friday. Maybe if we need a TV, so we may venture out to get a TV. Yeah. But that's about it. Turbo Man. That's the one for me. <laughs> Black Friday item. That's it for us. Appreciate all the uh, thoughts, comments, questions. It's been fun. Uh, Taylor and I will be back at it tomorrow. Till then, we hand you off to the bottom line. For Taylor Beatles, Lucas White, I'm Choice Woodman. It's been the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. This has been the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.